You're listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick. I'm Scott. And I'm Hamish, and this is the 21st episode of Off to Market. We had a bit of a break last week, and really to celebrate, we got some new photographs done, as you may have all seen, and uh, yeah, it's a Scott and I holding a box. So, uh, <laughs> no, so anyway, we're back into it this week, and Scott wants to talk about video production with regards to marketing a new concept, or marketing, well, sorry, going to market with a... Well, when, you, when we when we talk about going to marketers and going to perhaps, I think you want to talk about going to investors yeah, and making so, sure you get your videography right. Yeah, definitely. It's sort of the intermediate stage. Mm-hmm. It's not the final to the consumer. It's more um, to an investor or uh, any other interested parties, uh, maybe a licensor, a licensor mm-hmm. or a possibly even a distributor, just to just demonstrate your idea. So generally what happens when you come up with something unique you really have to educate whoever you're speaking to about why the hell you've done it. Like there's, there's so many good new inventions, but sometimes they're done for the sake of, of just making something differently. Mm. Um, most things we do here, you, you've sort of designed it around a market need. And generally it's because someone has had a problem in the industry and they've come to you, Scott, look, I've got this, this issue that affects a lot of people. Uh, how can we solve it? And so, that's something that you know about, someone who's working in the industry knows about, but possibly a licensor or a distributor or an investor has no idea about. So the first thing you do with the presentation, and it's very important in these situations to do this properly as well. I mean, we talked about doing things right or not doing them. Video presentations, it's part of, you know, it's part of, uh, it's like having a Hotmail account for your email People, or walking into my, my office to, for the first meeting in thongs. You know, in short, it just sets the wrong message to do it on your iPhone. And unless you're very good at that, I mean, I just went to a great course with Julian Mather, who's an amazing videographer who's mm. worked for the BBC and ABC and um, Discovery and uh, and and National Geographic for the last 25 years. He's he knows more about videography than anyone probably in the world. And he actually just, he does a course called Get Video Smart. I'd highly recommend it. It's like 300 bucks and it was or even less than that. Day's course and you learn so much. But he uses an iPhone for a lot of his stuff for business to business videography. Mm-hmm. And so, so when I say that, if you're really good at videography with your iPhone, you can use your iPhone. But um, whatever you do, it has to be a really professional presentation. And the key, the key, we don't want to drag this on too long, but it is part of your ID. You're putting this in front of people uh, who don't know you from a bar of soap. You're really representing your brand and the you know the, the quality of product you, you've developed. So you can't do it incorrectly. You have to get a, a good videographer involved and really make a good job of um, the presentation. It has to be very professional. So um, the key with a good presentation is to educate the person listening to it or, or viewing it about w- what the product's all about. Like why is, why is it needed? And so the first part of the presentation should be a hook. You know, it, it's more about presenting the problem and educating the, the viewer about what the issue is and then coming in after that with your solution. And generally, a lot of the products we do, because they're tactile products, they're physical products, are quite demonstrable. So you can go along and you can do a really good demonstration, point out the key factors of why they're good, the crux of why it's good, and and, and prove it if possible with testimonials or visually just prove how it works. Or sometimes we have a product, an engineering product at the moment, and it stops breakage in a certain situation. So we had to go and actually show this thing breaking a number of times, put our new product in there and visually prove 
without a shadow of a doubt that this thing actually works because otherwise it's just your word you know oh this thing doesn't break but the other one does okay let's show it here's a here's a scientific proof uh is a, a, a repeatable experiment that we videoed showing the previous product breaking and the new product not breaking in the same scenario so these are the sort of things you really need to consider when you're doing a video presentation you really have to understand that the person you're speaking to doesn't really get why you made the product and it's your job to demonstrate why it's necessary mm. no no i totally agree i mean and this is what we were we've been talking about in previous episodes is you've got to use every opportunity to or you have to use uh, make use of every opportunity to sell to someone that doesn't understand what it is that you're doing because when you're developing a unique product you're very close to it and the problem is we can talk amongst ourselves as you know you've got the client you've got me you've got people like Scott we all know what that product does we all know the problem it's going to solve but when you're walking in on someone that you want their money let's face it if you're walking in to see investors you need to start from the ground up and say well this is you've got to very quickly prove why you've done it uh, the value it's going to provide the problem it's going to solve and you know why you're chasing that money because again you know having that opportunity to sell properly is quite difficult and i think you know watching you know scott and i were looking watching someone do a video last week for a unique product we can't talk about it apart from mentioning that there was a video done but it put the product in an entirely new light i mean when we we, we look at the prototype yes it's a bit rough around the edges but then when you get videographers involved they can really gloss over a lot of those imperfections and then when you add a voiceover to it for instance you know that gives it another tone so that's another thing when you're coming to building a brand is you've got to select the right voiceover because i think i said to you at the time that the actual videographer was providing the voiceover because you'd written a script it was a good script but then i said you know his voice isn't that clear so we we're talking about maybe using his voice but no i think we should you know obviously you're going to go away and find because the thing with voiceover you can shop around i mean there's a thousand and one people that can provide them so yeah. you you can set you can start deciding the tone that you want to set for that product so you can start thinking about uh, gender uh as as you know how you want to portray the product is it is it a does it need to be a masculine product does it need to be a feminine product does it some need to be somewhere in between you know what sort of markets are you chasing and, and these are sorts of things you're going to have to very quickly present to an investor and they've got to get it in their head as to oh I can see where this is going to be positioned and that's where the the imagery the lighting the setting how you talk about it what you say even the length of the video how much detail you want to go into all that is extremely critical because you know it's the old saying you know in first impressions count well a video for I think for a lot of people especially if you're uh, presenting to people perhaps remotely so if you're going to go and sit down with someone they've got the opportunity to ask you questions and gauge your you know body language and all that sort of thing but if you're just wanting to send this out for, to people uh, that you can't get in front of immediately and you've got to work remotely well then yeah video is absolutely critical so you can't cheap out as they say you know you've really got to invest and like i think i've spoken about that on a previous podcast episode is where do you put your marketing effort like what where what is absolutely critical to selling the product and unfortunately if you have to sell remotely or you've got to sit in front of a board you know you might stumble over yourself because you might be a little bit nervous for instance so i think a video is great if you can just hit play and it goes for two or three minutes or even less save a lot of money as well you save a lot of money time and stress travel to europe you can just send a video it's your representative yes that's right very very useful and the other side of it too is just the fact that you have a video you look serious (laughs) you know you're not just turning up with 
some rough around the edges prototype in a bag. Yeah. You know, you've actually got, you've done the work, yeah. so you've actually proved the point that you can actually turn up. So, because yeah. you know they say 80% of success is turning up. <laughs> <laughs> the voiceovers are are amazingly important. They they really uh, if you try and do that yourself, you can really make <laughs> a video bad. A good video bad the voiceovers and they're very cheap a lot of the stuff isn't all that expensive to do um, some of the things you can use one important thing is scripting and mm. I you just mentioned scripting before but if you can script the whole thing through so the videographer just follows like I actually have scenes I'll, I'll script it out what's the message you want to portray mm. then I'll break that into scenes for the videographer mm. first scene is you know they say it's a water bottle um, a, a pan in of the water bottle just covering all its all its big benefits and features. It's just step by step what the video has to do. Mm. You go through it on the day, you check it off, and then then it's about a matter of editing it all. So scripting can be done in a few ways, and as you said about voiceover before, we used AJ's voice because it allowed uh, timing. So he, he just spoke over it, and, I, and I'd done that before myself, speak over it, where the timing, where the wording should come in, that goes with the script to the voiceover person, they know where to, how to time that out. Or you can just simply just break up the, the audio as as required on the on the editing. Yeah, oh, and that's the thing too. I mean, it's no criticism of, of AJ's voice. It's just that when yeah. you're you have to get very tough it's on yourself to say, yeah, okay, he's offered his services, and you know he's an amazing photographer and an amazing videographer. Yep. Yeah, I can't recommend him enough. However, when it comes to your own product and you're looking at what light you need to put that in, where you need to position a product, you then have to go and look at a voiceover. Like, and obviously it's a person, but you have to select based on brand positioning mm. not just because you like the person or whether you want to do someone a favor exactly, yeah. it has to be a hard well not a hard decision but it's just a another take emotion out of it if mm. you like you have to select someone that is going to portray it in the light that you need which yeah. is going to get the outcome that you want yeah. and just as an interesting side note i was talking to another client last week and i remember it's a similar thing it wasn't it was photography so it was a still image rather than video but when I, he was launching a new product food product to the market I couldn't I had to really twist his arm and say look just go it was in fact it was in fact AJ doing the photographs what happened was he didn't see the need for very good photographs unfortunately his product was in a, a very shiny bottle and I looked at it and said look you know in doing a website for him I said you can't just take a photograph of your product on an island bench in your kitchen on your iPhone and for me to stick it up on the site because you're launching this product it's you're going to have shadows you're going to have reflections you're not going to be able to see the label properly and he said look i'll take your word for it i'll go and get a professional image done in a studio uh because you've said i've got to do it i you know i don't want to spend the money but anyway he got the results back we launched the website his product was successful because of the, the look of the site especially selling to people that weren't mm. in you know where you had to buy online for instance now He's got nothing else to go by but that image. Yes, that's right. So you're so selling to people. Like you're trying to. <laughs> you yes, got to right. Right. <laughs> you got to have the right image up, <laughs> <laughs> or you just get swiped past. That's right. Well, yeah, that's we're swiping it. left or right. I'm yeah, not sure. Not but that anyway, about that. <laughs> but but the thing is, and what I said to him last week was where I'm going with this is on the initial launch, we made sure that the two or three products that he had were absolutely spot on when it came to image. Now he's now got a proven product. People have followed him. People are keen to uh, buy his new products that are coming on the market. And I actually said to him, look, it's not so critical now 
because the images you've got on your home page are very good. It shows the product in a good light. But now, because you've got another six or seven products coming out in very quick succession, you might not want to spend all that money getting professional photographs done. You've already had the, the good ones done, the good photographs done. Now you can actually get away with using some lesser images. Mm. But at least you've started out on the right foot. Mm. It, it, those images did their job. And I think the same is with video. I mean, because what I was going to add is content is critical. I mean, there's some amazing videos on YouTube of, of experts and they just talk on their iPhone. They're just looking at themselves on an iPhone. Sometimes they're in a, a bus or you know, sitting on a train and they're just telling, just, you know... Um, brain dumping. Just brain dumping their information. Mm. And you're just absorbed the by the content. Yeah. Now, that's okay. But, I, but if you go back to maybe perhaps where they started... They did have some more polished yeah, yeah. material to start with, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with you. Don't have to get everything professionally filmed, but you for, for the critical elements, you've got to put the effort in. And the other thing is, um, obviously, some some products aren't demonstrable. Uh, we had one recently which had a mechanism in it, and uh, luckily we were able to put it on the back back black black backdrop and work through the mechanism. But sometimes you can't. So. Uh, a way around that is through uh, animations. You can do, you can send your CAD to animators, and they'll make the thing look exactly like the actual photograph. Yep. And they'll run that through animation, which is in in, in floating in air. So you can do that through that process. Well, also, uh, just 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 to, sorry, just to add to that, yeah. also, I mean, there's if you've got intangible products, or sorry, if you've got things like services, the best way to sometimes explain those is with well they actually call them explainer videos so you've got a little bit of animation which has got absolutely nothing to do with how your service might be run or how you deal with your clients but it's just a simple video with text and voiceover which explains an outcome from start to finish and that's also very critical as well and some people actually digitize their products instead of photographing them because some 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 products just don't photograph well you know, there's, um, you know, there might be aspects of it that just really just don't look good in, in photo, photography. Something, some people aren't photogenic, some products aren't photogenic. Sometimes it's too much reflection, you just can't get a good look at what the product does. So sometimes you digitise the product and get the imagery that way and you can superimpose it on any backdrop. Um, with the scripting, you, you can do things with, um, you know, the free, the free apps on your, I mean, you can, if you're a good, good artist, you can, you can sketch it all out and you can storyboard it that way with all your script under it, but it's critical. So if you're not a good artist, you can actually just do really rough and ready videos yourself with you explaining the product um, in your jammies if you want to, it doesn't matter, it's for the videographer. And you can um, just modify that or, or edit, edit on Movie Maker, which is a free app that comes with you know most um, Microsoft or, mm. or um, Apple products. So, uh, but critical to script things, it just saves you so much time with the video videographer. Videographers pretty much charge you by the hour, in some cases, and you know the longer you've got them there, the more takes you have, the more confused it is, the more editing. If you have to come back again the next day because you got you, you missed a scene, really adds to the price. Whereas if you have a nice script, step by step, scenes to to, to film, uh, or, or or do stills with, then the next day the editing can be very seamless. Mm. And I think. Again, what we need to reinforce is the, the actual story. So if you're, like I've said before, if you're very close to the product, it's just good to work with a videographer because often they've got, will come up with some very good ideas as to how to portray that product. So you don't necessarily have to stress too much about coming up with a very accurate storyboard because, I mean, that's a skill in itself. 
you can certainly jot some ideas down, but as long as you can convey to the videographer exactly what the product's going to be doing, they'll often come back with, to you with ideas and they'll, mm. they'll be very helpful. So you know, a lot of the, the, yeah. good, the good people to use, like AJ, they will come up with ideas and say, hey, you know, I can see what you're trying to do here, why don't we do it this way? Yeah. So as long as you can explain the product, don't stress too much about that, just use a good videographer yeah. to get that done. That's why it's worth investing in good marketing. <laughs> so sort of yeah, well that's the other thing if you don't have a name it's a bit hard to make the voiceover because so naming is important before you do the video because you can't just have product X does this and this that and third thing it just becomes really unprofessional so all, all these things come into it um, but really so you start off with a hook what's the problem so you demonstrate the problem that can sometimes be a third of your third of your video mm. just why do we need this thing what's the problem demonstrate it make it over exaggerate what the problem is then demonstrate your solution and prove why it works and how it solves the problem and then you know what the, the, the last third of the video should really be about, be about what can it do for you whoever's watching the video so mm. how, does, how, does, how does it work for you how do we interact um, what steps do you take to make this work after this video yep and that's it but it's a very important part of it and a very useful tool if you can get it right excellent great one, do it right or don't do it <laughs> <laughs> and we'll uh, talk to you all next week see you later You've been listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick.